her heavenly father. Please send your angels to conduct her safely and swiftly home. Give her joy as she opens her eyes and sees Jesus. Thank you, oh thank you for the years she was with us, for the joy she brought our home. Now may she bring joy to your heavenly home, Lord, as we commit her into your presence. At that moment I seemed to sense Emily's spirit slip from her body on the tenth floor of the medical center and, under the escort of a band of angels, wing her glorious flight into the presence of the Lord Jesus. I left the hospital right before daybreak, and had a flat tire on the way home, and for the rest of the day I tried to regain strength and prepare for Sunday's services. The next morning our church gathered in grief. As I walked to the platform, I noticed that the shoulders of my suit were wet from the tears of various teenagers who had hugged me before the service began. There was a lot of hugging that day. I had prepared my sermon a month earlier as the first in a series of messages on the theme of God's providential oversight of our lives. The truth of Romans 8.28, All things work together for good to those who love God. Now I hesitated to preach on this subject at all, for it almost sounded glib amid the tears to declare, All things work out for good. How easily our comforting precepts and powerful promises can become trite platitudes and superficial slogans if not presented wisely and empathetically. But this promise from God is not trite, nor is it trivial. It is truth, a truth we desperately needed at that moment. We live in a world of catastrophes and calamities, and none of us knows what we'll face from day to day. Without God's oversight, our futures are like a deck of cards scattering in the wind. But Scripture teaches that we have a God who turns our problems inside out, all our perils and perplexities. None is excluded for those who are God-lovers, those called according to His purpose. He brings blessings out of burdens, and He knows how to wrangle gladness out of sadness. God's guarantee in Romans 8.28 can alter our moods, dissipate our discouragement, lessen the pangs of our grief, and usher confidence back into our hearts. As I preached that Sunday, I sensed the presence of the Lord, and I knew He had long ago foreordained both text and subject for that very moment. I thought of the words of A. W. Tozer, To the child of God there is no such thing as an accident. He travels an appointed way. Accidents may indeed appear to befall him, and misfortune stalk his way. But these evils will be so in appearance only, and will seem evils only because we cannot read the secret script of God's hidden providence. Sitting sadly in the front pews were Emily's father, mother, sister, and boyfriend. After the service they embraced tearful well-wishers and drove home to find an army of friends gathered with food and fortitude. It was some time during the afternoon that they happened to notice the Bible verse inscribed on that day's page of their desk calendar. We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, those who are called according to His purpose. Romans 8:28. The minsters cherish that tattered calendar page to this day. It's one of their most prized possessions. And as they cherish the paper, they are resting in the promise it conveys.
We have to face it. Bad things happen, and they happen with unpredictable frequency and varying levels of intensity. Some are mere inconveniences. Others are life-shattering disasters. But as I learned afresh that Sunday, there is a promise, a single promise in the Bible that can meet every negative moment head-on, and given enough time, it will resolve our every problem. It isn't that believers are unaffected by life's blows. It's simply that because of Romans 8.28, we have a different way of processing them. It isn't necessarily a simple or sudden route. Some problems are so tangled that only God can resolve them, and He detangles them at His own speed. Being an emotional person and a worrier, I've spent lots of time traveling the AAA highway of anger, anxiety, and anguish. Life is very hard and must be processed.